Hello out there on Podcast Live, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hello. Howdy. This week we're watching 1992's Cool World, which is a u- user request from Leo from Connecticut. And I'll read you the email he sent to us, because remember... If you send a request, that goes to the top of our list. Yeah. So we're bumping this in front of what we'll do next week, which I'll explain. This is from Leo. Hey there, spoilers. I'm back with my third pick for you guys following Money Train and The Specialist. And it will be the 1992 live action slash animated hybrid Cool World with Kim Basinger, Brad Pitt, and Gabriel Byrne. Keep doing what you do best. Leo, Connecticut. Yeah, man. Thanks, Leo. Thank you, sir. This movie was directed by Ralph Bakshi, and it stars Brad Pitt, Kim Basinger, Gabriel Byrne, and Michelle Abrams. Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A comic strip femme fatale. Okay, I already have an issue with that. Uh-oh. A comic strip femme fatale seeks to seduce her cartoonist creator in order to cross over into the real world. Now, before I ask the question, I've ever seen this before. Yeah. A comic strip is the strip and the that's peanuts. Sunday funnies. Yeah, peanuts are the Gavin and Hobbs. Yes. Oh, I heard something completely different. Gabriel, <laughs> Gabriel Byrne writes a full it comic book. Right. So it's not she's not a comic strip. Mm, fucking IMDb. Also, isn't Femme Fatale? To me, that means like you shoot people. Yeah, you're like barbed wire. You're like Laura right. Croft. Right. No. Yeah, Tank Girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, or, or the actual Femme Fatale. Wasn't that a movie with the, um, uh, the, uh, the Mystique? Which mystique? Jennifer Lawrence or the? No, the, uh, the oh, uh, John Stamos's yeah. ex-wife. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was, that I was, don't know. That was a femme fatale, right? That was a movie she did? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, femme Nikita. That's a femme fatale. Oh, that's what I'm, no. It, oh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're right. Femme Nikita, the remake is Point of No Return, and that's Jane Fonda. No, uh, no Bridget Fonda? It's, it's some, one of the Fondas. It's a Fonda. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Fonda what? Jean Grey, isn't it? Which Jean Grey? Oh, she, we Jean Grey. are you talking about the X-Men movie, Jean Grey? Yeah. That's where we are in this world. Which Spider-Man? Which Batman? Yeah. Those fucking movies. So McAvoy or uh, Stewart? I keep on getting these universes like mixed yeah. up. Well, let me uh, ask you the question while you're looking that up, Adam. Yeah. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this before? Uh, yes. I am shocked with that answer. <laughs> Maestro, have you ever seen Cool World before? Oh, yeah. I've seen it before. Really, really interesting. I will explain later as we go along. I grew up with this movie. This movie was on HBO all the time. I saw this movie when I was eight. No eight-year-old should be watching this movie. <laughs> I, this movie was on all the time on HBO. I was always watching it. I didn't say I liked it. It was just it was on. It's see for you younger millennial kids. That's how TV was back then. If it was <laughs> on, well, I guess I'm watching it. Right. There were no back then. There weren't streaming services. There weren't. Um, like five different HBO shows. It's just, oh, it's on. Okay. Well, I guess I got to wait for the next movie to right. come on. So right. I was like, I go to that one channel where the, the TV guy is just scrolling uh-huh. and wait for something interesting to pop up mm-hmm. and then go to that channel. Uh, no, th- this was, I think it was, it had to have been around Fight Club or something because it, it was, I was big into Brad Pitt uh, because of Fight Club, of course. Mm-hmm. And th- this was, a, this was a blockbuster rental uh, type of thing where I was, I, maybe I was walking by and I saw the cover. I was like, what is that? And then I looked at it. Oh, it's Brad Pitt. What the? <laughs> All right, it's in the cart. I don't remember anything about it. I, I, really? I, I remember that Brad Pitt was in a cartoon world, and that's as far as my memory went. So when, I, when I'm watching this, it felt like the first time. 
Because no, nothing for the first time in I, I, forever. Honestly, I'm shocked that you have seen this. Yeah, uh, I was waiting to hear. I press play, and there's a cartoon out of nowhere. Uh, that's what I was expecting to hear. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, I knew about it, but before I saw the the cover in, mm-hmm. in the blockbuster, I, it, I I never knew it, it existed. So th- this was like it had to have been after high school, so <clears throat> 2000. Three, maybe when I saw it, so ten years after it came out. Okay. Yeah. This movie, um, gotta tell you, man, I haven't seen this really since I was like a teenager. Rewatching this, I'm like, wow, how the fuck did I watch this so many times? Okay. Like, it's just. I wanted to ask, because you, you, I remember you mentioned that you had watched it a couple, this was your childhood movie or something. You watched it a lot in your childhood. Yeah, I did watch it a lot in my childhood. Just like I said, because it was on. Right. I'm like, yeah. I guess I'm watching it now. So it doesn't hold up to mm. adult, adulthood here. Well, there's a funny story about this. Oh. I'm watching this movie. Okay. I saw half of it when I got home from work, and I just I was dead tired. I knocked out. And then I watched the second half last night when I got home from work. So when I started watching it, it's when Holly Wood and um, Gabriel Byrne are in the real world, and they start bam, 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 bam. They start turning back into cartoons yep. when yep. they're driving. In the clowns? And she, and, yeah, and she kicks them out of the car. Yeah. So Sarah is on the couch watching me, and she, and she has no clue. So she's at, completely out of context. She's like, what's happening in this movie? And I quickly explain, uh, she's from a cartoon world. She had sex with him, so now she's a real person. <laughs> Brad Pitt got stuck in the cartoon world in world after World War II, and now he's in the real world to try to stop her from ending the world. And she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she watched 10 minutes, and then she checked out. She's like, I'm, I'm over this movie. Smart. So when this movie was over, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes, it is. By the way, if yeah. you go to Amazon. Yeah, man. Go to our website first. Click the uh, the the uh, the banner banner on our, on our website I was say panel because yeah. we're talking comics here. Yeah, <laughs> click the banner on the website takes you there, and then do your shopping from there. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Helps you helps support you the show. support our show. Yeah, man. So we're sh- this is streaming, right? We turn it off and we go back to regular cable TV. And guess what movie is on BBC? BBC. Three years later, seven. Oh, I'm like, how the fuck did his career what, get th- saved? This is three years after Cool World. Seven is so after- he did Cool World first, yeah. and then three years later he did Seven. Whoa! So I, I just watched him going, "Hey there, Missy," trying to be like a '40s like tough guy, yeah. and then watching him in Seven, I'm like, holy shit! I don't know how this guy's career got saved. Wow, because <laughs> this should have been a fucking career. Killer. Also, just his appearance changed uh-huh. so much in, in those three years. Yeah, because he's like a skinny little punk in this one. Yep, like like. That's not the Brad Pitt I know. Yep. You need some meat on those bones. Yep. Fight, you, you know what part it was in seven? Going. It was the the um the guy who was strapped to the bed. Okay. When they uh, kicked the sloth? Yeah, sloth. The sloth victim. Yeah. Like that scene where the SWAT kicks the door down, they see him just like tied up right All there. the air fresheners. All the air fresheners. Yeah. And then they put the f- light in his eyes like <gasps> yeah. Holy yeah. crap, he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, that scene. Oh, I fucking love that. That's movie. good. All those scenes are great. That movie's great. Yeah. Any, any time you come in, you'd be like, oh, this part's, no, yeah, the next uh-huh. part's going to be great. Whatever it's on. It doesn't matter what part uh-huh. you come in on, you'd be like, oh, this next scene's going to be great. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, that's a good one. Possible birthday movie? It's uh, Now that I'm th- I, was, I was thinking about it, like, you know, that might be a good one. I might birthday. just watch it just for fun. I don't want to skew the, the tables, though, with the uh, more spoiled, <laughs> get Brad Pitt on their toys. Well, he'd be tied with like yeah, 13 with other people for two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just funny watching... I just watched him in Cool World, 
And then three years later, he's in seven. Oh, so yeah, and his career was just <laughs> saved. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, you got Whiplash from the different Brad Pitt versions. Uh-huh. What, what year was um, Interview with the Vampire? 94, I think. 93, 94. Okay. It was before seven. Okay. So, yeah, it's just, it's just incredible that his career was saved. This should have been just like, wow. That should have been it. You were in Cool World. Yeah. Good what night. about, well, you're in Hollywood jail now. <laughs> well, think about Hollywood. Think about, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Interview with the Empire was 94. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. Seven was 95. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so you had a nice little run right there. Yeah. True who Romance, framed, right before that, too. Who, oh, yeah, he's like a, a pothead in True Romance, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who wrote True Romance, right? Uh oh, uh Tarantino. Uh huh. Yes, mm-hmm. he wrote it, but he he couldn't. He didn't want to put his name on it. Well, no, th- that was the first thing he ever wrote. Oh, he wrote that, and then he couldn't get it made into a movie, and then he made Reservoir Dogs, and people were like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy's pretty good. And then they said, "Oh wow, wait a minute, he has this movie called um, True Romance." What year did True Romance come out? Uh, True Romance was ninety three. Ninety three. Okay. Reservoir Dogs is 92. People were like, holy shit, I guess this guy can act, uh, can write and direct. He can't act. He can write and direct. Hey, he's got this script. It's called True Romance. Let's make it. But let's not have him direct because, you know, that's just a one-hit wonder. And then a year later, he makes Pulp Fiction. Right after Cool World came out, it was Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Oh, he was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yes, he was. He was a, like a sports car driver or something. He was. He was a a muscle car, mm-hmm. and that crashes. I remember seeing that. Yep. Wow. Yeah, but he was also in the River Runs Through It, and that's a like a really strong movie. Yeah. Uh, I remember Legends of the Fall. Mm-hmm. That was also him. This is uh, I, I in my in my college days when I didn't have cable in Phoenix, I used to buy the VHS lots. Uh-huh. Uh, that was that was in it. Uh, <laughs> Legends of the Fall. That's incredible like, how picky you are <laughs> that you would just blindly buy, oh, I'll just watch whatever. Well, I'd go through the titles and be oh, like, okay. all right, if it's at least uh, 50% something okay. that I'm interested in. That's just hilarious to me. I just yeah. saw it as like you're just buying a blind box. Like you oh, have no, no, no clue what's in there. Oh, they had a picture of all the VHS okay. things spread out. Okay. I made sure I, it was a good return on my investment. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of them that I – like uh, I think uh, 100 Cigarettes. Or or go the movie go with a Jay Moore in it. Mm-hmm. I never would have seen it. It had not been for this this lot mm-hmm. of VHS tapes. I'm just like this is an interesting movie. But Hundred Cigarettes too, I think was a similar kind of movie, wasn't it? Sort of. I think maybe it was, that was also in the same lot. Ben Affleck's a bartender in that one. Hundred cigarettes, or is it coffee and cigarettes? I don't know. Ah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Cool world. So cool world. So make sure you brought <laughs> wow. up Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out three years prior, and the technology in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Just blows this out of the fucking water. Yeah. It, uh, they also did it well. <laughs> the thing that pissed me off the most about this this movie uh-huh. was the, the needless animations happening. Oh, and, the and, constant at every background. Scene. Yeah. Like there's ghosts flying in, in and out of scenes. Somebody's, there's guys whacking each other in the head with well, like mallets. Here, yeah. This stuff reminds me of the cartoons back when they that's what they were. I mean, this is uh, like what 1940s kind of cartoons mixes no, but, with but like that was in the context of a story of some kind. Not necessarily. I mean, like okay, look, it was just a bunch of cartoons running rampant. No, no, no. I mean, you look if you okay, like for instance, you watch like a 1940s uh, cartoon that's black and white or something like that, right? And then you see the way they just walk. It's completely over exaggerated and completely unusual. That's true, but there aren't 
people, random things in the background just. Yeah. Caw, 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 caw. You, don't, you don't see Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd uh, putting no, no. a finger in the shot. Go further back, further back, further back, further back. Pigs rolling around behind him doing nothing. You gotta do further back. All right, fine. Mighty Mouse. You, you, this further Mighty back, Mouse isn't further back, further back. The, Seriously. No, I don't think, I don't think that's how they were, dude. No, no. Oh, oh, I will pull right, that up right Willie. now. You don't see him just yeah, dancing okay. on a ship. Pull it up. Donald Duck runs by. Just out of the scene. And that's it. Like, all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you do, but there wasn't Donald Duck, which is like a bird in general. Not, not to this level. Find of course me these not. Cartoons, dude. Yeah, okay. yeah please Pro- prove your case. God, that was so irritating. Because a lot of the thing was, the, the, it wasn't even proper space work. Uh huh. It was like they're just they're just standing there and floating in air in front uh-huh. of them. Something's happening. They're running on nothing. Uh huh. Like this is this is there's nothing. There's no context to this. <laughs> yep. We know it's a cartoon world. It's been established. Uh-huh. You don't need to beat us over the head with it. Ah. If it looks like to me is they're tre- they're creating those like 1940s uh, 1950s uh, cartoons mixed with like tattoos. I, I think what happened was those weren't added in until later because the first cut of the movie was like this is fucking boring, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's not there's no story here. There's nothing to grab onto. Let's just throw a bunch of cartoons in there. This guy gets let's, somebody gets smashed in every scene. Uh-huh. A car falls on him. An anvil falls on him. Somebody gets a, a, a bigger, fatter cow falls uh-huh. on him. Some a cartoon's getting smashed basically in every scene. For right, no I got, reason. I got one better for you. Right. How about how about the where Gabriel Byrne and Brad Pitt are not in the cartoon world, but they're on a set with props that make them look like they're animated? Did you catch that? Like a street lamp that they Yeah. It's like an actual street lamp, but they made it look like it was like drawn. Oh. Did no. you catch that? No. Oh my god, that was so fucking jarring watching that. What bothered me also was that there was a lot of real things in this cartoon world. <laughs> Like you're walking down the street, it's like no, that's an actual street. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then there's a cartoon person walking on. How it. did a real car get into this world? Yeah. And th- and then when it drives, it's a cartoon. And then it when they stop, it goes back into a real car. There's no rules here. There's, nothing is set up in this movie. So let me ask you this: How many times do you think humans or noids travel into this world? Uh, it seems often enough. It seems often enough. If there's a rule, don't sleep with a noid. Yeah. How are these people getting here? I don't know. <laughs> How did Brad Pitt get there in the first place? It was just a traumatic well, that, experience. That professor uh, shot him in. Because remember, the professor was watching him from his little lab. Were you not paying attention to that part? I, I, maybe I missed the part. I remember him coming through, and there's some guy. There's like a, a tear in in the cartoon world. Scene yeah, yeah. That, that's him looking into our world. Yeah. The the, the whiskers guy. By the way, the professor. The Professor Whiskers, whatever. Yeah, he's the voice of Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Oh, Kendrick Lamarche or Lamarche? Yeah, Lamarche. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, damn it, Maurice Lamarche. Mar- yeah, yeah. Yes, he also did. <laughs> um, do you remember when uh, Brad Pitt's girl, cartoon girlfriend, was in the bar and that like guy who looks like a dog or a cat's like, "Come on, baby!" Like he's all yeah. slobbering. Get closer. That's Give me kid. That's him too. That's, that, that's his. That voice doesn't too. surprise me. He, he's got so much range. That guy. <laughs> uh-huh. He's amazing. Okay, for reference, check out the snowman from 1940. Uh, maybe after the show. Okay. But uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is three years prior. And yeah. The animation looks so much slicker, so much cleaner. It's like they had like movie. a bu- bigger budget or something. <laughs> they did have a bigger budget. <gasps> That's true. Oh, wait a second. It's a shocker. Frank Sinatra Jr. was in this. He was. What? I'm surprised you didn't catch that. He's the guy who's singing with her on stage in that Vegas club. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. He did, I did not recognize him. Wow. He he was kidnapped, right? 
Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's, which yeah, one? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, he was kidnapped. Yeah, Frank Sinatra Jr. Because I saw this. There's a show on uh, YouTube called Beer and Board Games. Where okay. this guy, these four guys play a board game and they drink. And, and slowly get intoxicated. Yeah, yeah. So when they're playing Monopoly, they're dressed up in like top hats and stuff. And one of the guy, un- <laughs> they're wearing bow ties. And one of the guys undoes his shirt. He opens it like this. Yeah. And he has a bow tie hanging. He looks in the camera. He goes, oh, man, I look fucking sick like this. And the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, you look like Frank Sinatra Jr. right after the kidnapping. <laughs> and Rickles had a joke about Frank Sinatra Jr. saying, when Frank sings, the kids get worse. Because they can't sing as good as his dad. Uh, like that was like Rickles' joke okay. about Frank Sinatra Jr. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's just, it's it's so like just, frustrating watching this movie. Just seeing them interact with the cartoon. Like there's a scene where Brad Pitt is giving his cartoon girlfriend like like a, a back massage. Yeah, you know? and, he's just, and it doesn't look like he's like doing anything. Yeah, it's like what is he grabbing onto? Uh, there's also times where he put his arm around her and, and was walking. And yeah, it's, just it's like, so awkward. Because they, if they're going to do that, then they need to not make her so bouncy when, yes. she, when she moves. Mm-hmm. Have her stay in place. You can see where you're drawing it. I'm assuming you're drawing it over. Yeah. The, no, it's the other way around. What? Well, that's how that's how Roger Rabbit did it. Each each frame yeah. was hand-drawn. Uh, the actual like film itself was hand-drawn. So I mean, with, with this one, they was drawn first and they to it? I don't know what they did with this I just one. realized it. Who framed Roger Rabbit did the exact same thing with a bunch of people doing crazy stuff in the background? No. It, no yes. No. no. When they went to Toon World. Okay. Okay. Yes. When they go into the Toon World. I don't remember the Toon World. Ah! It, it is a little wild. But the, but that's only in the Toon World for 10% of the movie. And yeah. it's to show you that how wild this world is. Well, yeah. But that's the same reference for Cool World. That's exactly no. what they're, the, whole, it, the whole time. 80% is. of the movie's in Cool World. And I don't need to see 80% of the time shit like this happening yeah. at all times. Right. I, it's not that you – No, I don't – I get and the it. styles of cartoons are all, they're varying as well. Uh, of course. Because my... there's those bunny rabbits that are like Disney yeah. – the Disney yeah. Rabbit, Cute. and then there's like these Tex Avery fucking weird ass cartoons happening. It's just black and white, like sketches. Well, see, I'm not saying that you guys are wrong about saying there's too much, but I'm saying that the whole point about it being like that makes sense. It's upsetting, I guess. It's distracting. Well, even if it is the case, yes, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Who the hell thought we're just gonna have random shit flying at you every fucking? I, I guarantee you it's because the movie was too dull without it. <laughs> <laughs> and they just like we got to fill this space with something. We're, yeah. we're spending all this money uh, combining cartoon and and real life. Uh-huh. We're gonna cartoon the fuck out of everything and just go <laughs> overboard. Well, it costs the same. The technology's already there. Well, I looked into this. So the guy who made this movie, um, Ralph Bakshi, he made Fritz the Cat. I don't recognize that name. Uh-huh. Wait, did, Fritz or Felix? He did Fritz the Cat, which is like an adult. Cartoon movie from the seventies makes sense. He did the Lord of the Rings cartoon movie. Oh, that does make sense. And he did another, um, well-known a- animated like adult film. Anyway, he wanted to make this like hard R. Oh yeah. And he went to Paramount, and they said sure. And then uh, secretly behind his back, they wrote a PG thirteen script, and they said, "All right, this is the movie you're going to make now." <laughs> so. A lot of this should this should have been an R-rated movie. I use Mighty Mouse. Look at that, the TV series. He's a supervising director, mm. Bakshi. But do you guys agree? Do you think this should have been like a hard R with like cussing, blood, nudity? Like this should have been like yes. a true adult. Movie. I, if if you if this wasn't this is was PG thirteen. If you would yep. told me it was an R, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense that this this already was an R. Uh huh. So this is pushing so many boundaries. Yep. And. 
for a cartoon, I've never seen a cartoon go this far. <laughs> okay. Not without being in a certain category on a certain website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. They 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 might as well have gone all the way. Yeah. Go go with the art. Go with the cursing. It, it would it would fit the world better. It would fit it would fit Hollywood's character better and her goons mm-hmm. to be that kind of just profane person. I mean, you you can't be that sexual without using the f word. Yes. <laughs> can't. Also, watching this movie, I've seen this movie, I had, if I had to guess, I've seen this movie maybe 10 or 12 times in my lifetime. I told you, it was on a lot when I was a wow. kid. I just figured out this time why they're called noids. Humanoid. Oh. Because <laughs> growing up, I'm like, why are they called noids? I don't get it. Humanoid. Yeah. And that's great. And what are the cartoons called? T- doodles. Doodles. Because you can't call them tunes because that's... I think Disney, or <laughs> because they already called them in Roger, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit three years prior. Yeah. Roger Rabbit really fucked this movie over, dude. Because Roger Rabbit was so good, yeah. The story was so good, the animation was so good that any movie that tries to do it, sorry, yeah, no way. You Not, can, well, they they had the backing of giant studio. That's true. Cool World has got Bakshi. <laughs> that's it. They had half the budget of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It shows. It really shows. <laughs> so Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Frank Driver did better, and it didn't and it was, have Brad Pitt. The main character was Mario. Was Bob Hoskins? Yes, <laughs> but Bob Hoskins is good. He's fine, but he's no Brad Pitt. Doesn't matter. He's a good actor. He's good for what he does. Um, Brad Pitt's good for what he does. I mean, I guess different categories of actor, mm-hmm. but Brad Pitt should draw more people in. I would yes. think. Maybe not at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is before seven, of course, mm-hmm. and everything else that happened after that. I mean, honestly, this movie looks like um, those late night HBO movies. <laughs> the the way, if if they were trying to go raunchier with this, that it's just more to the point of you're just being irritating with all this extra cartoon stuff. Mm-hmm. If if this was a movie meant for kids, then all the extra cartoon bullshit that that, that we were being pissed <laughs> off about, it makes sense. I get it. You want you got to keep the five year old entertained, but it's not. <laughs> the old movie's about sex. You can't. That yeah, kid, that's not a kid movie. Exactly. Yeah. So give, treat us like adults. I think they did when they put her in a nighty. Yeah, and that's it. How did this guy create Cool World if it existed already? Th- this is this is confusing. I was confused by this. It's, it seems like it's possible he already was doing this comic strip before he went to jail. Because th- there was at one point there, there's in the comic book shop where it says this is an autograph signed copy of Cool World. From his from his cell, so uh, yeah. he, so maybe he was creating it beforehand. It's like this is several like decades before. Okay, look, uh, Brad Pitt goes into past world after right after World War Two. That's nineteen forties when he goes in, right? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! How, right. Yeah, yeah, how old does this guy have to be in order to be creating this world with boobs, with sex, with drugs? That's a real good point. Yeah, my guess is comic world. Existed before it was created. Yeah. I think that this guy that Jack, whoever his name is right in this movie, that draw, draws Cool World isn't exactly creating it, but actually filtering it from in that, the, whatever dimension that is. And it's just, he's just like copying it onto the paper. Like it's like, it's uh, the other way around. But how did, but when the first time he's transported to Cool World, he doesn't realize like, oh my God, this is real. How, how is he, is he having visions? Is he having dreams? 
No, I don't. How, I, how, did, how can he create this world when it's already existing prior to him, him being alive? It's like the multiverse idea. I mean, you give it enough options, it'll eventually happen. Like everything else in this movie, the, the rules are not set up. Storyline uh-huh. is not set up. Uh-huh. We, we were given no background about anything. Can I ask you guys something? You, you brought this up, Base True, mm-hmm. about him going to jail. Adam, if you um, murdered... Let's say you caught Annie cheating and you're like Andy Dufresne from Shawshank. In yeah. the heat of passion, you kill her and her lover. Right. And you're a podcaster. Right. Do you think if you were in jail, they would let you have your MacBook and your oh, no. podcast? No <laughs> he's, he's allowed to draw in jail. In Shawshank, yeah. he had to like fucking beg the warden to give him just a picture, a uh, poster yeah. of like an actress. Right. And this guy has a full art studio in his cell yeah and he's leaving the cell and he's shaking hands like hey man like stan lee's leaving fucking jail (laughs) right he's the most well-known guy in the jail well i hear it's different based upon each individual (laughs) jail too right yeah but maybe that's further to the point that he was already famous before he went in there yeah yeah i I think that's what it is yeah so everybody for some reason everybody in this world knows about (laughs) cool world comics which, it's the most popular comic. yeah everybody knows about this there's no comic book in the world that everybody knows about in the in the comic book shop yeah. There's all these like nerdy fat guys who are like, oh, shine my thing. And then there's this really old guy right. who's like, oh, I love Cool World. I'm like, what the fuck? You no, he was just too? like, who are you? <laughs> like, I'm this guy. You made Cool World. Oh, cool. Can you sign this? You're going to go sell it on eBay or something? Mm-hmm. Well, there was a couple of comics back in the 90s and 80s, I believe, even, called Heavy Metal. Okay. I think they actually made a movie out of that, too. They did? Yeah. Oh. It was that kind of famous for the adults because it was an adult comic. I, I can't think of any comic in the world that everybody knows. Well, but this I you mean, may know, know characters. Yeah, yeah, you know characters. Okay, right. think of it this way: um, if you you have to take away the whole idea about internet because this didn't exist at that time, right? Okay, so how would you now go back to that time when you actually had to go to a store, pick up an actual comic to that read? That makes something. it harder for it to get exposure. Not necessarily. <laughs> yes. Not necessarily, but it exposes you because you have, you're put in front of it every time, regardless. Well, not everybody in the world goes to a comic shops. You go to an adult comic shop, you probably will. Are we recording still? Yes. Are we even going with the plot yet? Have oh, we even okay. started the plot? Just making sure. Yeah, the program's <laughs> acting weird. Okay. I was about to go. Oh no! I know. Worst case scenario, it's, it's on Facebook, so we can oh, yeah, just pull the audio off of there. So, <laughs> but no, but seri- like seriously, uh, do you think you'd be allowed to have all your podcasting? No, 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 gear no way. No, now, there's a difference because this is all electronics and, uh-huh. and nonsense, and we're versus that's a but, pencil, but pencil, paper, pencil. You can stab someone with a with an ink. That's uh, true. Drawing. Yeah, thing. but then what, you could do the same with a toothbrush, man. Yeah, but nah, I don't know. Yeah, actually, there. But then, you can, then again, you got. Oh, go ahead. You can make a shiv out of paper. You know that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna fold enough. Yeah, exactly. Same yeah. idea. It doesn't yeah. matter. People will find a way. So it's contraband. It so why are they letting him have it? Why do you have paper? It's contraband too. Then. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to have anything. You're in jail. You should. If you murdered two people, yes, regardless of the situation, you should still not be allowed to have the thing you used to do. Yeah, you're there to be punished. When I had bad grades in school. And I had to ride the fucking bus with my mom. My mom was a bus driver. She now drives the trains. When I had bad grades my freshman year in high school, my mom said, you're going, you're waking up at four in the morning, Saturday and Sunday. You're getting on that bus with me and you're riding with me for 12 hours. You're not bringing, this is 1999. So there's no cell phones. You're not bringing your comic books. Your your magic cards. You're not bringing a book. You're not bringing a newspaper. You're not even allowed to bring your homework. 
You're going to do, you're going to do your homework to get your grades up after school during the week. She goes, you're going to sit there for 12 hours going through Watts, Inglewood, Compton, going through the worst parts of LA. And you're going to sit there and you're going to see the people I interact with. Ah. So she says, when your punishment ends, when you get your grades up. Nice. That's punishment. Yeah. That's, they that's, shouldn't allow him. He, that, yep. So is he still making an income? Is he still giving his publisher, hey, here's my here's my script and my and my stuff? Yeah, that's true. It's You're a, not allowed to do that in jail. I learned that in the OJ documentary. Was oh, that right? OJ made money to pay for his lawyers by signing um, his jersey, but he wasn't a convicted felon yet. He was still away. He was still in the middle of the trial, so it was allowed. Oh, okay. Because they would give him every day. He had a box full of like numbers because he he was 32, so he would sign two. And then they, his his agent or his lawyer or whatever would get those twos, and then they'd print them, put put them onto the jersey itself. Huh. Signed OJ jersey. People were buying OJ stuff, but because he wasn't a convicted felon, it was they it was they found a weird technicality. That's how he was able to afford his dream team. Wow. Because his huh. dream team was ten thousand dollars a day. Oh my! For his God. lawyers, yeah. So that's how he was able to afford. It. Anyway, so you, now this is bullshit, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. But then again, there's also. Uh, Depicted in other movies, there's criminals that uh, full on kitchens. Uh-huh. Uh, they can oh, good cook fellas. good fellows. Yeah, so <laughs> rules are a weird thing. Yeah, jails. yeah. <laughs> Depends how connected you are, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, if, like if you're good enough, you like you get different, you get different jobs. Like, for instance, you get to work at the library, or you get to yeah. do certain things. Even Magneto got to play chess. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going back to that beer and board games Monopoly episode. There's one joke they do where one of them goes to jail in yeah. Monopoly, and then the other guy la- lands on his property, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, the guy who's in jail says that's fifty dollars in rent, and he goes, I'm not, that that should be that's bullshit. You're in jail. I shouldn't have to pay you rent. And the guy's like, Have you seen the wire? You can run an entire criminal <laughs> enterprise from jail. <laughs> yeah, or uh, uh, Orange is New Black, or Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. criminal. Yeah, it's not rules anymore. And the whole fucking thing okay. is, is at the Plaza Hotel. Have you ever been to the Plaza Hotel lately? It's a fucking dirt bag. I don't even know if it exists anymore. But when I used to go to the Plaza Hotel when I was like 13, 14 with my family, yeah. that was a dump. Oh. And they're making the Plaza Hotel look like it's fucking Caesars. Oh, the spike of power is on the Plaza, the <laughs> greatest hotel in Las Vegas. I don't even remember that. Get out of here. I don't even remember the Plaza Hotel. I got yeah. no, no. I think it's closed down now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like like you were saying earlier, there's there's no real story here. Yes, there yeah. is. Nah. We can go through it in five minutes. We can give you yes, we could. Story. We yeah. should probably do that. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Brad Pitt, uh, he gets back he, from, from his, the war, his tour of duty, World War Two, to his mom. Uh, they get on a motorcycle. Hey, let's go riding a motorcycle. Uh-huh. Some couple is drunk off love. Oh, I wonder where this is going. Yeah. You already know what's going to happen here. Yeah, the car swerves onto the fr- uh, freeway that they're on, takes them both out. Uh, he flies, he starts having PTSD, mm-hmm. looks over, his mom's dead, and then he gets sucked into the cool world. By Professor Whiskers. In 1947. Right. Uh, and that's the last we see of him for a little bit. And then now we cut to... Jack. Andy Dufresne. Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Who <laughs> Andy Dufresne. We saw him in End of Days. He was the devil. Yes. Yes. I liked him better as the devil. Uh-huh. Well, not, you, not this guy. Considering what you're doing in this movie, how you're saying, I don't think anyone will like him in this movie. No. He created the Cool World comic book, which is the most popular comic book in the world. Right. Everyone knows it. He's allowed to make it in jail. Yeah. Even though it's illegal. Fine. He gets out. How, he, how he, much time? He, well, he looks. How much time do you, do you think he served for murder? 
because Andrew Dufresne was in there a long fucking yeah. time. And it sounds like it's the same circumstances. Yeah. A heat of passion kind of yeah. murder here. How 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 long do you think he served? Now, the, the, the wife got away, though. I think it was just the guy that he killed, right? No, I think in dialogue someone says, oh, why don't you, why don't you kill him like, you're, like how you did your yeah. wife? Why don't you do a comic about the guy you killed, you know? Oh. The one you caught cheating with your wife? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. It sounds Nothing like, was explained in this goddamn yeah. movie. There's okay. so, so many things that are just like, wait, what does that mean? Uh-huh. That are just like ignored. Just uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Look at this cartoon over here. <laughs> Believe me. That's it. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> what really took me out of this movie the whole time was the, the switching back from the cartoon and the printed versions for the, for the humanoid people. What do you mean? Okay. Let's say, um, Remember when Holly and uh, Jack are in the same room and they're they're finally like conversing back and forth, back and forth. You look at um, the walls in the background and the doors that have the moving in the in the moving background, like the door. Like for instance, whenever when he opens the door and the the, the knocker is like making weird faces and yeah. stuff like that. Same idea, but you, then you look at the door when he pushes through and stuff like that. It looks like it's flat again, like flat, like like print oh, flat. That's what I was saying. I see. The when they're not in the cartoon world, they're on a soundstage. Where they had props and shit that they tried to draw or make look okay. like it was animated. It was just print flat instead of like, yeah. you know. Okay. So it was background flat versus active flat. Yes. Because that's one thing I noticed in cartoons way back in the day. Is like I could tell if something was going to move because of the color of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it changes. Yeah. It's just like the, this, is, this is a background slate that's uh-huh. going to stay the entire time. And then this is a door that's going to open. It's a little, it's brighter yeah. than the rest of it. So like yeah. that's going to open. Yeah, that's going to move. It, it took a little bit of the shock value out of certain things. Yeah, like oh, that bush is going to come to life. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Yeah, now they have now they have a bunch of better graphics and uh, they don't do flip animation anymore. So yeah, and they don't need to draw an entire background mm-hmm. to just move back and forth. <laughs> it's, it's all one computer uh-huh. animated. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh. So he gets out. So, so the guy in prison gets sucked into his painting, uh, his drawing of Holly, and like, hey, come join us. What? And then he goes back to the prison, uh-huh. and he gets out of prison. He's, he's at a comic shop. And Brad Pitt is like a detective for the Cool World PD. In this world, yeah. why is there a police force? And how did he get on it? <laughs> Who hired him? And how does he have a real car? Yeah. Or, how does he have a real gun? Was that with him when he was riding his bike with his mom? Well, he had a zoot suit, too, supposedly. Yeah, that's another thing about clothes in this. At one point, uh, spoiler alert, Holly becomes a human. Uh-huh. Uh, we already talked about it. Oh, and she has people clothes. Yes, her clothes become human. <laughs> and she wasn't wearing those clothes no. when she had sex. She was naked, uh-huh. basically. Uh-huh. In, in fact, it shows her slipping it on, like uh-huh. all seductively. Mm-hmm. Like, so with, you just had this human clothes as backup, waiting. Just one day, I'm going to be human. And then where did she get the human clothes? Uh, maybe Somebody smuggling have... it in? Is Jack bringing in human clothes? No. <laughs> Well, it's a possibility that it might have just fallen in just like everything else is. Another thing about it is Again, she's been pl- – how do people get in this world? My guess, is there a rule that well, he's so, annoyed, he, can't sleep with a Well, the professor, professor was talking about some sort of temporal shift or something like that when he was a machine where he's trying to poke holes into different dimensions, I guess, at some point, right? Yeah. And that's when the spike was stolen know. or something like that, right? Sure. Anyways, uh, besides that uh, – <laughs> Um, I'm back with that whole point about the sex and switching from Noid to human to human to wait tune no, was Doodle Doodle, doodle. No, no, yeah Doodle to Noid Noid mm-hmm. to Doodle yeah th- that thing right. ah okay what well, just speed through this uh so <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt's a cop now and his only job is to make sure that Noids don't screw tunes 
or or vice versa. Uh huh. That's that's the only job that that he has, right? So he just walks around because no one can die. I mean, you could drop a safe on someone, right? And oh, I'm better, right? Yeah. And you can't you can't really stop a crime because what kind of crime is there really? Yeah. And there was another thing. Uh, his, his girlfriend uh, mentions like, hey, even tunes got to eat. Like, do you though? Do, do, do tunes have to eat? <laughs> no. So why why do they have jobs? That's true. <laughs> why does anybody have a job? Uh huh. A two world couldn't exist because it'd be just anarchy. Yeah. Complete just chaos. Nobody has to do anything. They're just running around tuning it up. Exactly what you saw. Yeah. That's why everything's running all rampant and crazy uh-huh. and uh, just cartooning, overloading us. Mm-hmm. So upset. The, the movie is like gross looking. Like the buildings are all gnarled up and twisty. Every, the, like the movie just looks like – it's hard to describe. The movie looks gross. They're going for like a noir type of feel. Yeah. And, With, uh, it's just bad. Like I said, this looks a lot like the the idea of like a let's say a back alley mixed with t- t- tattoos in New York kind of thing. Yeah, th- there was no consistency in the in the cartoon drawings of anything. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying earlier, the, 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 the cute rabbits and everything. All, there's like different styles, different artists. Mm-hmm. It's like they just had, hey, we're making a cartoon movie. Give it, send us all your drawings, anybody all over the world, <laughs> and we'll put them in the movie. Yay! And they got everything that got submitted uh-huh. made it to the movie. Uh huh. And they just they didn't know what to say no to. I don't know. It looks like there's a streamline to it for what everything I saw. Oh my god. What? Except for like the human parts, everything looked made sense. It all seemed like it was okay, the only thing that looked wrong was the rabbits. And I think they were there to make a point. No, because you got the rabbits as one style. The uh the, the big purple guy with the sunglasses on that was a different style of cartoon uh-huh. than uh the cop was, the uh spike, I think his name Nails. was. Nails. And then those ghosts, those weird ghost things that are floating. That's a different style. That's a different style. You really got. And Holly's a different style. Uh These are all different styles of of, of drawings. It's just true, but you really got to look at those 1940s films. You really do. But if this was created by one single artist, uh, Mr. Bakshi. Yeah, no, the uh, Peter. Jack. Jack. Frank, oh. Frank, Frank, Gabriel Frank, Burns Frank, character, yeah, Jack, mm-hmm. Frank, Frank, Jack, uh, Jack Debs, uh-huh. Jack. Jack Debs created this world. He's not going to have all kinds of different styles, but the world existed before him. Uh, I guess that's true. It's all confusing. Suppose well, it's uh, supposedly <laughs> the world existed before him. He's expressing what he has seen through his life in a form of art that not necessarily revolves around one style. So that which means it just gives the same idea that it's coming into him through cool world not actually him creating it through his thoughts so this is all like cool world is the the his mind basically it's not worth thinking about nope it's really not <laughs> yep <laughs> we got a theory here uh and he has a theory about where the clothes comes from okay uh the noids are being killed by the doodles when they enter cool world and that's where all the clothes come from. <laughs> how do they get there? So, the only reason Brad Pitt entered this world. So how the fuck did Jack D? Okay, he gets sucked in he, because he gets sucked in because the professor has the spike of power and he opened the dimensional portal and he sucked him in. Right? Yeah. That's, and that's how Brad Pitt got it. That's how Brad Pitt got yes. it. And then you find out in dialogue that him and the professor mapped out the the the, the road to get to both worlds. I don't know if you caught that in dialogue. He no. s- explains when he when. Brad Pitt comes into Las Vegas. He explains me and the professor mapped the the road to get to your world. Okay, fine. 
the spike of power doesn't exist in to- in uh, uh, Cool World anymore. It's now at the top of the Plaza Hotel. Right. So how can they suck Jack Deebs in or any Noid if the spike of power this doesn't make sense? They no- don't explain anything. Nothing. Nothing gets explained. There's, there's also a whole thing with Brad Pitt uh, apparently can go back whenever he wants to. He just <laughs> – yeah, because his girlfriend uh, – no, Holly tells him, you're a bitch because yeah. you have a chance to go back and you won't do it. Yeah. And even his girlfriend's like, you can go back anytime you want. And, and uh, so she's like jealous of, uh-huh. of real people. Uh, you're going to go back to the real world so you can have sex. Yeah. Uh, and then come back and uh, what am I? Just nothing. Uh, so apparently Brad Pitt can, whenever he wants, uh-huh. just go back. He chooses not to. Maybe because he was the first. I don't know. But they also talk about noids coming in and out of here all the time. <laughs> Think of it this way. I mean, like, majority of the, if you look at it this way, maybe this is what makes more sense. Have you noticed, though, that, um, that part about how, like, inconsistency with the cartoons, right? Yeah. Maybe the, those are the noids that turn into doodles after they get killed. Because if a doodle kills a noid, they turn into a doodle also. No, well, yeah, because even even Brad Pitt, when he became a doodle at the end, was a different style than, than the rest of them. Exactly. He didn't even match his girlfriend. Exactly. His style, he didn't though, even match he? him. Right. <laughs> he didn't look. No. No. But he, he looked like an Animaniacs uh, yeah, yeah. person. He yeah. looked like if Brad if Brad Pitt made a cameo on, on Animaniacs. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, there there we go. That's the that makes that makes the sense right there. So was nails a spider? No, got squished by a fucking. No, no, they just exactly. They don't exactly look like they're people who they are supposed to be, or at least in the past. So that which means that if they're that inconsistent with what his other doodles are, that means that they used to be human. It really doesn't matter. (laughs) It's just the 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 fact they're spending this much time on it means this was a horribly made movie. We we have to speculate on the background of the movie that they presented to us that it was not done well. Okay, I did like the the tastefulness of putting the boobs in there randomly. The boobs? Yeah, on the back of the car. Oh, is that okay? I, I noticed that too, but I also thought it was just a giant penis. It was two of them. Balls, and then a very long car. Oh, you, I talk about the front versus Holly's the back car, right? Yeah, it's Holly's car. Was, oh, okay. It was very phallic, yeah. but then also had nipples, so it was it was weird. I think that was. I think that's how he got his like his boobs and dick in there without uh, having a rated R. I see. Yeah, like how um, Disney animators, like the hand drawn animators in the nineties, the yeah. cartoons we grew up with. Yeah, they would throw a little thing in. Right. Like, I think in Aladdin, sex shows up, or Lion uh, King. Does Lion King with sex? Like sex yeah. appears out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah and Aladdin is to uh, take off your clothes. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, there was a little mermaid. The priest has a boner. Wait, wait, what? Yes, he does. It's right on. Or something. I don't know. Destroy your childhood right now. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't they really sleep together. She becomes Kim Basinger. Yeah. And they go back to Las Vegas. They go into the real world because she wants to get the spike of power. Brad Pitt's like, I got to go and stop him. He enters our world. Holly double crosses Jack Deebs. So now Jack Deebs and Brad Pitt are going to team up to stop her. Yeah. Grabbing the spike of power. They're in the Plaza Hotel. Brett hits chasing her. She pushes him off of a building. He falls to his death. Right. But by the way, once they enter the real world, they start like uh, oh, yeah. having tune seizures, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess <laughs> means the fabric of the world is collapsing. I, this, is another, this is another thing that was not explained. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the, uh, Holly becoming human and going to the real world uh-huh. could destroy both worlds completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what ends up happening is our world is in peril. Yes. And then we shoot back to Cool World and... Like nothing happens. Yeah, 
But the professor has been living in our world for a while now. Yeah. Because he's Vinny Vegas. He's the guy, he's the tune right. who put the spike of power up there. Yeah. And he just walked around in a trench coat and sunglasses uh-huh. all the time and nobody bats an eye, I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess that could be standard in, in Vegas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, don't approach him. He's going to flash you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, uh, Holly runs into, uh, Vinny Vegas outside of somewhere, outside the plaza, I think. Mm-hmm. And she figures out, oh, you, you're him. You're a cartoon also. Uh, meanwhile, she's take, she stole a pen from the guy, which is stabbing, stabbing cartoons and they're getting sucked into the pen. Yeah. I guess that's a thing that she knew would happen. How does she know that a pen oh, would do Oh, because Brad Pitt that? explains when Jack Deebs is first in Cool World. Yeah. He has that pen on him. Yeah. And Brad Pitt takes it from him and he goes, this is a dangerous weapon here in Cool World. Everyone knows. What this could be used for? Oh, is that so right? So through dialogue, he okay. set that up, saying, "I, I assumed the pen was going to be to be able to draw whatever you, you should want. be a god in that world. You could yeah. be able to draw a fucking helicopter and just fly out of there. Yeah, you'd be a Bugs Bunny, just like a big hole in a uh-huh. mountain, and uh-huh. then walk through it. Yeah. And somebody else, uh huh, crashes into it. Nope. No, the pen was used as a murder weapon, and that's it. Yeah, not really a murder weapon, just like some sort of casing where you oh, can come right. out. Yeah, it was more like a ghostbusting." Um, yeah, the thing that sucks the yeah. ghost in. Sucks it in and keeps it there. Uh-huh. So, so Holly there. goes to the top, she grabs a spike, and then Cool World <laughs> and Our World starts merging. And then Gabriel Byrne turns into like this superhero guy. A mixture between Superman and Mighty Mouse. And the voice of the superhero guy is Brain, who did The yep. Professor. Raise the Marsh. So uh, he stops. Uh, he st- they stop the spike. Everything goes back to normal. Brad Pitt's dead. So Nails, the, his spider partner, takes him back into Cool World. And he just he just leaves him in front of his girlfriend's fucking apartment. So rude. Not even like a knock on the door, like "Hey, yeah, I don't know what to tell you." He just yeah. left him there. So she comes walking home from work. She's crying. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, he was killed by a tune. How convenient. Yes. If you get killed by a tune, you become a tune you become yourself. annoyed, and everybody on else tune, and, and everybody else in the world forgot that that rule applied, except for her. Again, screenwriting rule: can't use the gun in the third act. Yeah. If you don't show it in the first act. It's just they just pulled this out of their ass, and shouldn't that world only work in Cool World? Yeah, this was human. This was the human world. He, he died in Vegas. Yeah. He didn't die in Cool Vegas. The, the, but <laughs> she was a doodle when she killed him. Well, technically, she's a doodle no matter what, isn't she? No. She had, well when the, she had her seizure, she became a tune. You no, know, but, but like she needs, she needs a spike to become a human. No. Right. No. No. Doesn't she need the spike to merge the world? Yes. But if she wants to merge the world, why she's the a, fuck does she want to be human to begin yeah, she's with? Back to a they tune don't again. explain it. My guess is she wants control over both worlds. She, what does it matter? But she can't because it's going to become cool. If world. this world becomes cool world, then you're just in cool world, and <laughs> you did nothing. She already runs cool world, pretty much. Fine. So what's why, that's that's not enough. She wants maybe turn, that, turn Earth into cool world, then rule that too. Then what? You got to find you got to find another world. <laughs> that's how it you happens. Go to Earth two now. Yeah. Just like uh, the rest of like the b- super <laughs> evil people in every other comic. All right. And then Brad Pitt turns into an Animaniacs version of Brad Pitt. Yeah. And <sighs> they live happily ever after. Kinda. Oh, and Holly is stuck with <laughs> the superhero Gabriel Byrne. And he's like, the house will go there. And I guess yeah. they're married now. Right. No, they're not. She's like, pencil they're just, dick. They're just yeah. stuck. They're stuck in a strip. Where are they? So they're in a cartoon. They're in a comic strip now. I don't know. Is this a patch of Cool World that do- that's out of their world? Something tells me that it's not even Cool World. Something tells me it's a different dimension altogether. 
what it probably is is they're stuck in the real world inside of a comic book. Ah. So it's it is kind of an in between. Okay. Limbo. It's not the cool world, but it's also not Earth. It's uh, Abraham's bosom. <laughs> or um, is that from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide? N- no, that's it's it's from Doctor the Bible. Listen. Abraham's bosom is also what they call um, Abraham's bosom. Yeah, it's another word for it. It's, it's the it's the in between place. What do you call that? Limbo. Yeah, in limbo. Purgatory. Purgatory. Okay. Purgatory. Okay. Which Abraham's bosom is called I didn't purgatory. Know purgatory was called That's that. horrible. Can you imagine? Right. It's like it up now. Abraham's bosom is called purgatory. You just imagine it's like where are you going? Purgatory. Come here, boy. <laughs> How do you spell bosom? B o s o m. Uh, Abraham's bosom refers to the place of comfort in the biblical shield. Nope, that's not purgatory. Where the righteous dead await judgment day. Mm. Yeah, purgatory. So it's purgatory. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, ah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> purgatory is where people, there are the righteous dead wait for judgment? Yep. Well, no, that doesn't make sense because purgatory is supposed to be a place where the, where you not heaven nor hell, but it's you a, can't go anywhere. Purgatory is a waiting room. The forever waiting room. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it doesn't make sense because it's, yes, it makes sense is in between, but purgatory, how can that be? There's an end to purgatory because you get judged at the end. Right. So what's the whole point about that limbo in between where you can't get in you're or out? You're not evil enough for hell. You're not good enough for heaven. So yeah, you, you have, stay there. I the guess they're day. going through your paperwork. Yeah. They're, 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 St. Uh, Peter has to stamp, stamp you. You ever seen the, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> the meaning of life? Which one? No, what is that? What's that? The guy that played Nemo, Nemo's dad, Albert Brooks. Yeah, Albert Brooks movie. Explaining your life. Explaining your life. It takes place in in purgatory, where you have to go and you before you get to decide whether you're going to heaven or hell. Before you get on the bus that takes you to heaven or hell, <laughs> they they judge you on your days, and you have to explain yourself why you're a good person, why you're a bad person. That's Abraham's bosom. Did you ever read That's Dante's weird. Inferno? Well, Dante has to travel through hell, the seven circles of hell. Then he goes through purgatory, and then he winds up in heaven. Ah. Did you know in the Bible, there's they actually don't describe hell as like fire and brimstone and stuff. Every Our, our conception of hell being like that is from Dante's Inferno, which is a, a fictional story. Oh, wow. Is that right? Yeah. Like hell in the Bible is just you're not in the presence of God. Huh. There's no brimstone or fire, and you're going to suffer... It's always been fire to me. Yeah, because we we know it because of Dante's Inferno. Do you know the story of Dante's Inferno? I know it's it's a book I should read. I think it was mentioned in Seven. Did you ever watch What Dreams May Come? That Robin Williams movie? Oh yeah. Where he goes to that's pretty much Dante's Inferno. Dante That's not fire. Dante well, Dante's led into <laughs> hell colorful. by an angel, yeah. an archangel. And he he has to go through the seven levels of hell and there's seven levels in, in this I'm not in Inferno. His Dante's Inferno. Uh-huh. There's seven levels of hell. Each level represents a deadly sin, like seven. Okay. Oh, Tying hey. it all together. Hey. So each one gets fundamentally worse till you get to the top. So the, the sin that's considered the worst, the, the first level of hell, is uh, pride. So each each uh, hmm. each le- I read this so long ago. Each <laughs> level of hell is you're punished based on what that sin is. Okay. So, uh, with the whole hell Mary. So, sort of like Kevin Spacey, like, yeah. oh, you're a fat guy, so I'm gonna feed you till your stomach bursts. It's kind of like punishments like that from oh, Dante's okay. Inferno. So, pride being the worst, your punishment is you have a giant metal slab strapped to your back, so you're always in a bowed position because if you're prideful, 
Oh, yeah. You're above God, but your punishment is you're forced to bow to the Lord. Okay. So then when Dante goes up to the top, the devil's there. The devil, like, with the wings and the horns and shit. The devil's there, and he's, like, frozen in ice. So Dante has to – it's a weird fucking story. Dante <laughs> has to, like, free him, and then he goes into purgatory, and then you finally make it into heaven. And this guy just made this shit up. But now everyone's like, yeah, hell is fire and brimstone and suffering. Well, you, yeah, you got that from Inferno, but like interesting in the Bible, it doesn't actually say fire and brimstone. Oh, are we going to get all this hate mail now? Yeah, I'm sorry. for That's fine. Who cares? <laughs> it's interesting because the Chinese have uh, chambers, uh, well, like a story about different levels of hell as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, 18, I think of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's got one it, of us, it, huh? It's not, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not based upon like individual like uh, like pride or anything like that. It's for actual acts of what you do. Like for instance, the one of them is for gossiping. Really? Yep. Okay, I was gonna make comments. Uh, same reason I want to anything bad about the Black Panther. I won't make those comments. What? How do we get? <laughs> I don't know. Inferno? Uh, Abraham's bosom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's where they, they're in purgatory. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're in purgatory. Yeah, in, in, in a comic okay. book purgatory. So that's cool. And that's world. The movie. Yeah, that's cool world. Uh, closing thoughts before? Did were you mad? Were you very upset by this movie? Yeah, I was very, very upset. It, it, it was it was a waste uh, because I, uh, I, I I told my girlfriend we were going to watch this, uh-huh. and so she watched it before I did, uh, and then she was like, "That was the toughest thing I've ever had to sit through." Oh my god! And I'm like. But I saw the movie, and I don't remember hating it, so therefore it mustn't be that bad. Uh-huh. And then I started watching it, and, oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. It's worse than I, than I imagined, even though I had seen it before. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that works. Imagine watching this, and then watching Seven after. Oh my god. It's Too much. two different guys. Yeah. It's incredible. Yep. Uh, I like this a lot as a kid, mainly because, ah, eh, it's on. I should just watch it. Okay. Uh the animation is very bad. It wore you down after the 12th viewing. <laughs> <laughs> the animation is very bad. Um, nothing's explained. I don't give a shit about any of the characters. When Brad Pitt dies, you kind of have this feeling like, you can't. is he going to come back? Yeah. There's no way he can die like that. It's just, like I said, the movie is very like gross. It's hard to explain. Like Just the look of the world they're in is very disgusting. It's gross. Oh, by the way, if Brad Pitt fell 40, 50 stories... You wouldn't be an intact person. Yeah, yeah, you could be. You have to collect them from several. Did, from, did they do that on within, a within like a fifty no, foot radius? Not necessarily. I mean, you don't go explodey. So most of the time, what you do is you break inside the sack of skin. What if when what if when Hollywood kicked Brad Pitt off, it, they did that Hans Gruber like slow slow mo like no yeah that would have been cool and nah, it wouldn't because then oh they're ripping off Die Hard. They should have done a cartoon thing where he just kind of stood there for a while, looked around. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looked down and then fell. Oh, and then as he's falling, he holds up a sign that yeah. says, oh, no, yeah. like the coyote. <laughs> yeah. Closing thoughts, Maestro? Oh, by the way, we forgot that. Okay. Uh, J- Jack Deebs. Uh-huh. Uh, this is another thing that wasn't explained. That uh, af- as Brad Pitt falls and she's going to the top, the doctor looks at Jack Deebs and says, like, it's up to you now. You got to save him. You're the hero now. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, here I go. Using my comic powers. He they, becomes a superhero. Yeah, guy. but he's just like, he's trying to do something with his hands. Like, and like, let's see if this works. Oh, it does work. How do you even know to try that? <laughs> How did you know that those powers existed? Uh-huh. I don't know. Nothing's explained. I know. I know. Your closing thoughts, Maestro? Um, 
Visually, it was very different. I remember watching this when I was a kid, so it was very, um, I, I, it was very interesting considering the, the, what it, what it did for me. But other than that, I could care less for the storyline because that's pretty much what it was—a careless storyline. So, no, yeah, they didn't care about enough to write it, so. which is even kind of cool because after what you guys were saying about how the PG thirteen R thing, I would be like that too. I mean, like I'm the director, I want to do this. I want to do this R-rated movie. He's like, oh, we're going to make a PG-13. He's like, oh, you son of... Then I was like, you know what? Just have at it, guys. Yeah. Yep, that's when Deadpool kills AC Slater. Yeah. 13? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. Hard R. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, start with a good so we can end on the bad. Okay. I only found one good review. Shocking. Jay Boyar of the Orlando Sentinel says, The plot is too sketchy to provide much of a framework, and the only logic here is the logic of fever daydreams. Yet, in spurts, the movie is rather enjoyable. No. No. Okay, now the bad reviews. Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly says, After the painstaking technical bravado of Roger Rabbit, it's no longer possible to get away with scenes in which a cartoon has obviously just been pasted onto an actor's wooden movements. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dave Kerr of the Chicago Tribune says, A few of Bakshi's inventions, such as a rattle telephone that panics every time it rings, are amusing and well animated, but most of the characters are grating and dislikable. I did enjoy the phone bit. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Jack! Yeah. <laughs> or whatever his name was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times says, A surprisingly incompetent film. That's it? <laughs> yeah. huh? That's all you need. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. Ooh. 0 to 59 is rotten, oh, yeah. 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up Thank is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the critics first. Sure. Uh, they're uh, not going to be forgiving at all. Uh, the audience might because uh-huh. I don't know. Because Brad Pitt, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, critics, they can't. They can't. Like anything about it. 7%. Okay. I'm going to triple up on that and say 21. 4%. Ha, Whoa. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. I'm yes. Never, I've never been good with this. Uh, I'm get, I, I just keep getting better, man. And, I keep on getting worse. <laughs> and now the audience score. All uh, right. Cult classic, by the way. Is it really? Yes. Oh, no. Are you trying to throw me off? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> there will be a balance. <laughs> right, you go first. You go first. Huh? Me? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> 35. Wow. Uh, not as low as the critics because, like I said, people are in general, uh, they're dumber than <laughs> I, I think critics would be. Mm-hmm. 16%. 31%. What? <laughs> That's uh, not good. <laughs> that's fine. People are idiots. Uh, critics, at least, they did a good job here. Okay. Oh. Well done, critics. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we did, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Maybe the voice of Nails? Yeah. The spider? Well, I don't know. He did a good job as Nails. The voice of yeah. Nails. Yeah, Nails is fine. Yeah. I'd say one of, his go- one of the goons. He should be the animator. He should be Jack Debs. 
That's actually a good idea. But he's he yeah, he's so spineless, though. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but Jack, it's okay. he's too good looking to be a comic yeah. book writer. Yeah, but Jack is uh, such a spineless person in this movie, though. Giamatti! Giamatti! <laughs> ah, I wanted, I wanted to see more crazy and angry. He actually he, does. We could have been if it was Giamatti. Uh, he actually does play a comic book guy in American Splendor, but that, that there was this uh, cartoonist. There was a cartoonist named Harvey Picard. Okay. And he drew really weird uh, cartoons. He okay. wrote and drew them. And Giamatti plays them in a movie called American Splendor. Ah. So he has played a role like that previously. He sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> uh huh. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where you give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. In Ralph Bakshi's original script, Hollywood was named Debbie Dallas after the porn film Debbie Does Dallas. Nice. Oh, this is a movie, American Splendor. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was a cartoon? No, no, no. It's it's a live action movie, but it's based on Harvey Picard, the cartoonist. S- see those images of the black and white cartoons? That's what Harvey Picard used to draw. He used to draw these really weird uh, comics called American Splendor. Ah. So Giamatti plays him in the movie. It's a good movie. I liked it. Hmm. All right. As of 2017, this is Ralph Bakshi's last film, though he does intend to return to filmmaking soon after being annoyed by every major animated film being made with computer animation. Oh. <laughs> and finally, since the characters were simply created from scratch, the directors thought this to be appropriate to parody both popular Disney and Warner Brothers cartoon characters. A few examples would be the medium used for the rabbits, the old bald man, and their own version of Geppetto and Pinocchio and a larger character's stomach. You remember that? Yeah. Or Daffy Duck's face seen in a building on the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was it was a kind of elongated, but it was still a, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't notice that one. Finally, money makes the world go round, or Bialystok and Bloom. <laughs> we want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Cool World thirty million dollars. Wow, that was uh, all technology. I looked up Who Framed Roger Rabbit's budget, $70 million. Wow. That's more than double. How much of that do you think was rights? Oh, yeah, because... To get Daffy I and... I don't know if I Donald. ever told you this. So, um, Warner Brothers and Disney had to agree. The only way you could use our characters is if our flagship characters are in the scenes at the same time. Right. So, Mickey uh, and... and uh, Bugs. Bugs, they're in the same scenes twice. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's it's a it's a political thing. What's uh-huh. a, a favored? Yeah, it, there's like, no favorite. It's like, well, we don't want Mickey making our guy look bad. Well, yeah. we don't want Bugs making our guy look bad. All right, well, the only time you're allowed to use them is in the same scene, and they're only in two scenes in the whole movie. Yep, makes sense. So, Cool World, thirty million. Uh, now, this is a cult classic film. Uh, this is box office, though, right? Total worldwide box office. So yeah. I couldn't find a foreign box office. So this is going to be I think, I domestic think, run. So this is while it was in theaters. So cult yes. means nothing for this for this game. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to throw you off. All right, it's not working. Not this time. Are you sure about that? Thirty. Uh, well, well it, it's Kim Basinger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Basinger, man. Basinger, whatever. How how like big of an actress was she at this time? Batman was three years prior. Okay. So Brad Pitt was Vicky Vale, and Brad Pitt was just, is an upcoming star too. Yes, I don't think people even know who he is. Wow. Okay, still looking good man. at this point. All right, well, that's a good picture, at least. Okay, 
All right. So let's make a guess. Oh, she's a grudge match. I remember her in grudge match. Yeah, she was uh, the reason. Uh, I don't remember much about it. Stallone quit boxing. <laughs> she was the Adrian. Mm hmm. She was the mom in Eight Mile. Yeah, I remember. Ellie Confidential. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World 2. Garth is in love with her. That's true. Yeah, so this is after Batman. Yeah. So she- I'm Blind Date. Look at that. <laughs> Bruce Willis, man. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, so thirty million. How much do you think it, it's domestic box office grosses? Since there is no foreign, uh, twenty one. Okay, I will go less than that. Oh, yeah, uh, fifteen. It grossed fourteen million dollars. Wow, my show. Hmm. This film debuted in sixth place. On the weekend of July 20th, 1992, with 5.5 million, sixth place. Number one that week was A League of Their Own. Ah, that's a good movie. Oh, that's a good one. Number two that week, Jean Claude Van Damme classic, oh. Universal Soldier. Okay. It's probably my favorite Van Damme movie. Number four that week, Batman Returns. Okay. And number five that week, Sister Act. Ah. I hear Amazon Prime has got the Universal Soldier on it right now, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All right. Were you, were you allowed to watch Sister Act in your bubble? Oh, yeah. Because that's a religious like kind of It has movie. religious connotations. Okay. I don't it, think it was very religious no, at its core. No, but no. the fact that I guess they were involved, okay. it was okay. So basically, if it was religious in some sort of way, you could watch it. As long as it didn't depict it negatively, I would, I would, I would assume that that would be okay. So, so that means you could have watched Constantine then? No, no. Because <laughs> that's about demons. Yeah, it's, yeah and how yeah. you fight them. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Demons can't. Like I, I told before, I couldn't play the game called Dark Forces... Because it was the called Star Dark Wars Forces, game. but it was a Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah. It's about Star Wars. But because it was called Dark Forces, it's an evil title, no can do. According to Box Office Mojo, Cool World is the 219th highest grossing film in the category animation. That's, that hurts. Yes. That hurts. Number one. That's not that bad, though. There's a lot of animated movies. Yeah. If you think about it. 219 are above that. Yeah. Number one in this category is Finding Dory. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. Why? Oh, was that good? I don't know. I've never checked that out. <sighs> Finally, Cool World was the 81st highest grossing film of 1992. I'm going to read you the top 10 from 1992. All right. Number one, Aladdin. Nice. Number two, a movie we did, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. All right. That's our, fine. Our president is in the movie. That's right. <laughs> Do you know how to get to the lobby? Yeah. Yeah. It's over there. Number three, Batman Returns. Okay. It's with the penguin and catwoman. It's not not the, not, not the worst. Number four, Lethal Weapon 3. Okay. Number Good. five, he eats breakfast 300 yards <laughs> away from Cubans who are trained to kill, kill him. That's number five. Yeah, a few good men. Number six, Sister Act. Okay. Number seven, The Bodyguard. And, and I. Yeah. Number eight, Wayne's World. Hmm. Number nine, Basic Instinct. And number 10, A League of Their Own. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Leonardo should have been higher up on there, I think. Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. Yeah. That's Tom Hanks is fucking hilarious in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. I think uh, it's because yeah. what it was his um it was a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. Those definitely feels in that movie. That's a movie that made me get my Madonna crush on. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, I fell ah. in love with Madonna in that movie. Okay. That's, 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 yeah, She's I get hot it. In that I movie. get it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
That was 1992's Cool World, directed by Ralph Bakshi. What was that, Marshall? You said he built his Roger Donald Cross in that movie. <laughs> what did you say? Roger <laughs> Donald. Never mind. Check, check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we'll be watching... 1992's or uh, no 1991's Hook Hook directed Rufy by Steven Spielberg Hook Hook uh, Ready Player One is coming out yeah it and is it's a Spielberg movie mm. and this movie it's it, people have gone back and with their their spoiler goggles and they're like oh it's not that good Staple, Ready Player One Staple no, no Hook. Hook Staple in our childhood I've heard a lot of hate over the years, a lot of hate has hook. come up for this movie. Yeah. Why? We'll see. We'll, next week. we'll get into it. We will get into it big. So uh, the only thing I remember from this movie, really, Hoffman, dude, he's fucking crushing he's amazing. it. Amazing. He is. He's man. He is. Should have been in the Pirates movies. <laughs> we should have brought him in. in. Uh huh. I mean, as far as him and like uh, Gregory Rush uh, or Jeffrey, uh, Rush. Je- Jeffrey Rush, I don't know. They, they I like them both. They're, they're, uh, and we brought up Bob Hoskins. He's great as Smee. He's amazing as Smee. Uh-huh. He is Smee. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mario, get out of here. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever else he was in. Uh, Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit even. Get out of here. He is Smee. He was, this is the role he was meant to play. So when I saw this movie, to get ready for the next episode, the scene that I was dying laughing was when he uh, – the suicide scene That's, where I Captain Hook has the yeah. gun to his face and he goes, I will do it, Shmi. Yeah, yeah. I will Don't do it. Don't try to stop me, Don't Shmi. try to Don't stop, try me, to stop, stop me, Shmi. Stop me, Shmi. Get off your ass and yeah. get over here and stop me. Yeah. This isn't a game. I'm committing <laughs> suicide. <laughs> yeah. And he tells me, don't ever scare me like that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Shmee, they have it backwards. Home run, Jack. Yeah. Home run, yeah. Jack. <laughs> With Hook, that so brings Robin Williams lines. with the 13 other people for most spoiled because we did Jumanji. Oh, is that the season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, so, yeah, because Jumanji came out. So, Hook, Jumanji. Mm. So, someone's got to break this fucking two-way tie. All right. Dude, Hop, he's – he. I don't know if you watch baseball. Yeah. This analogy. Okay. Hoffman's batting a 1,000 in this movie. Uh, like he's okay. fucking going all out. He can't like, miss. He can't miss. Yeah. Every scene with him is fantastic. So good. When he threatens them, when they're when they're walking away, and he goes, "I will hunt you down, and you will yeah. see that symbol." Your children, your children's children's children. Oh, so good. It's good. He's batting a thousand in this movie. It's I fucking good. love Hoffman. It's good. All right. Oh man, for the spoilies, best villain. Oh, him. It's a good. It's him versus Hannibal Lecter versus. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> Tight race. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, we'll get all into Hook on the next uh-huh. one. It's gonna be good. So you're gonna watch Hook with your spoilers goggles. Are you yeah. ready for this? Uh, yeah. Oh, so AJ, a, uh, sorry, Jester, Jester. We, me and Jester used to work together. Yeah. And what? Did you ever meet our old boss, Chris? Like short guy with glasses. Uh, if yes, I, I don't remember. you know. I know you know Chris because you used to work with Chris too. Yeah. Maestro. So, so Chris, um. He went to high school with Rufio. 
Ah. He, Rufio was a year or two older than him. I knew he was from around these parts. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the Long Beach, Lakewood area. Yeah. That's where, that's where our old boss went to high school. He grew up and, uh, looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like hosting rap shows or something. Yeah. Yeah. So if you tell someone our age, Rufio, Rufio, what's Ruf- the next Ruf- response? Rufio. Oh. I was Rufio for Halloween a couple years back. Let's see if I can dig up that picture. I think I saw. <laughs> Hook first, and then I saw the Disney animated Peter Pan movie. Oh, so oh, wow, yeah, I went backwards. So when I saw Peter Pan, I'm like, "Where's Rufio?" Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't there. These aren't the Lost Boys. What's happening here? All right, okay. So until next time, yeah, yes. This is Hollywood. This is Maestro. I'm Adam. Uh,